Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, it's a day for Lions fans to vent for sure. It's the first opportunity we've had to talk about the uh, the game on Saturday night, the the mishap by the officials mishearing which player reported eligible and it cost the Lions a two-point conversion and cost them an opportunity to take the lead and perhaps win that game with what would have been, what, 24 seconds left or whatever it was uh, that they would have to stop Dallas. But, you know, all probability, had they gotten the two-point conversion, I, I think they may have had a 98% chance of winning that game <laughs> or north of 90. But Dallas has a, a kicker who's unbelievable. Uh, they had the ability to get big plays from C.D. Lamb and, and Dak Prescott working together. I'm not discounting that that uh, Dallas had a chance to to actually would have had a chance to kick a winning field goal because I think they would have had an opportunity um, the way that that game was going. Uh, and the reason we say that is because you go back to the first series of the game. Lions defense is out there. They got the Cowboys are pinned back deep and. Aaron Glenn calls this perfect, you know, blitzing play, sets up amazingly. This this opening opens up, and here comes Derek Barnes, linebacker, flying through with a clear shot, unobstructed, unabated to the quarterback, just going to lay him out. Prescott can't go anywhere. He's literally boxed in because of the, the way that the line is set up. He can't move forward the way that Barnes is charging. There's no way Dak's going to be able to move forward and move Barnes. That would have been a safety, an easy safety. And instead, for what seemed like inexplicable reasons, Derek Barnes, instead of going with his arms out and hitting and wrapping, decides to make himself skinny and kind of throw a shoulder elbow into the chest of, of Dak and kind of as if to say, excuse me, uh, I'm coming through. Why don't you, uh, can you go around me this way? Like in a turnstile or something. I hate to make fun of it, but I mean, it was it was so aggravating watching that play. I, I can't explain why Derek Barnes did what he did. I, t- King, I texted you. I'm like, maybe was he thinking that, was a, that he had handed it off and he didn't want to get called for roughing the quarterback because he had already gotten rid of the ball? 
Did he not see the deck had it? What? What? I appreciate your attempts to try to figure it out because it's you can't figure it out, right? Like he tried to. T- did he try to sack him with his elbow? And your your analogy of like maybe in a crowded bar when you kind of right. dude won't move. Yeah. That's about as big, the, the much attempt that he made at sacking Dak Press. It made no sense, and I don't believe this for a second. By the way, that he purposely did not try to sack him. But I understand why people would think <laughs> right. that with the betting and, and that, that goes on nowadays and, you know, sports gambling is all legal and everything. That's why that stuff comes up. When they see you play like that, explain that to that person. How come he didn't try to open up his arms and wrap him up? Like, like your eyes come out of your head like, what? What? It made no what sense. What did you just do? Uh, Dan Campbell this morning was asked about that play specifically and what happened on Barnes, the Miss Sack. If you ever watch Dan Campbell in a press conference after a game uh, or after a practice, he does this all the time, and I could feel him doing this while he's on the phone with the guys. He messes with his hat all the time. He's always taking his hat off, rubbing his head, replacing the hat in a different position. He's always doing something with it while he's talking and explaining things out. You could hear him getting frustrated. You could hear the frustration in his voice as if to say, I have no Worldly explanation for why Derek Barnes doesn't make that play. He needs to make the play. He didn't make the play. It's a mistake. Ugh. You know, I've been telling you and everyone how emotionally invested I was into this game from the very beginning to the end. I immediately text you and Doug, cut Derek Barnes right now. Yeah, and you're like, I'm, I'm not <laughs> even I kidding. Wrote, I, I'm wrote, I'm dead serious. That's how upset I was. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? Brian from Monroe just text us. He said Derek Barnes didn't know what to do with his hands. <laughs> he became a Lions fan. What do we do with our hands right it now? Was, it was all oh, infuriating. It just You couldn't understand what, what was that. No, I don't know what that was. It was just abysmal all around. Uh, Paul is next up here in 97 on the ticket. Hey, Paul. Hey, how's it going? All right, Paul. My understanding is there was a second flag that was thrown on that play. And that it was explained that one of the referees had seen Skipper line up since he had been declared the the eligible um, receiver, saw Skipper line up on the line where he wasn't supposed to be, but then the flag wasn't thrown until well after the play. I would think that once the play starts, if somebody's lined up improperly on the line, they should have thrown the flag right away. Well, of course. But the, referee, the referees couldn't couldn't figure out what it was they were going to call. So, well, they only know, they, they only called they one penalty. Penalty. They only called one penalty on the play. So, you know, whether there were multiple infractions, I suppose you can interpret it as that. But they only called one. Normally, if in a situation like that, if there were multiples, they would say, "We have two fouls, both on the offense," and then you would go on to explain why. But that's not what happened. Uh, it, it's just, I mean, it was a play run to perfection. And then it gets called into question. And I'm guessing it gets called into question because the other officials around the field heard the referee say number 70 has reported as eligible and number 70 wasn't the one who caught the football. So they're talking to the referee and like, and they're probably asking him, did you say 70? Because 68 caught the ball. And then the ref is like, yeah, I, I said 70. And they're like, well, then I guess we have to throw a flag because 60 caught the ball and he didn't report. Well, no, 70 reported. Well, 60 caught it, so that's illegal touching. And then the flag drops, and then everything else happens, and there's the controversy, and it's bull. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's just baloney, the whole thing. So aggravated. Uh, Alex is next up here. Now someone to take it. Hey, Alex. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Um, so I was at the game. So I, 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 we could talk about all these other things, but I figured that's going to get done all week, especially all day. Um, so you were there, huh? So it's thought. Yeah, we, you know, my buddies and I, we saw, we saw everybody show up for the KC game and everybody show up for the Green Bay game, and we thought that looked awesome. Let's go to the next. Uh, primetime game so uh it's what we settled on yeah me and four other friends went down there and um it was it was a really great experience uh up until about the end of the game um <laughs> and uh i so i just, yeah i mean you guys are gonna have to to end this conversation when you decide it's ready because i could talk for 30 minutes if you let me <laughs> um my main thing i want to say is Man, I hate Dallas fans. I hate the Cowboys. I hate their fans. Are they smug or, have, or what's the I, point? Why? Yeah, smug. Uh, they're very much drinking the Kool-Aid down there uh, in terms of like thinking they're the greatest thing since sliced bread when yeah. they haven't really done anything. Um, really good at That home. whole ceremony, I can't believe they made you guys watch it. I <laughs> obviously didn't have a choice, but uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, it was so fake and uh, – Jimmy Johnson should have been in there a long time ago. They let in DeMarcus Ware, who was in, like, middle school when Jimmy Johnson was coaching, and somehow he got in first. So, um, but, yeah, it's just all the comments leaving the game from people. Um, and also, I only – Well, well, well let me ask you this. My... Were, were the comments, were they, like, condescending, or were they all in your face about it? Uh, yeah, condescending in your face. Uh, a lot of it, like, nonsense, like, stuff that's, like I, – I was more mad that it's just, like, that doesn't even make sense what you just said. Uh, like, one – one girl passing by said, better luck next year. And it was just like, it's the regular season. We still have the playoffs. <laughs> and like, and of course, Philly hadn't lost yet. So I'm thinking like, good luck without having a home game. But of course that's looking really good for them now. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it just, yeah, that didn't make sense. Uh, one guy said, still got love for y'all. And it's like, well, of course you do. You just won. What, what would you say if you, if you lost? Was like, there a, was there a large, ah. con- it sounded like at times it was a pretty large contingent of Lions fans. Did you see a large contingent or no? 
it was pretty it was pretty good, especially the lower bowl behind our bench was you saw I I'd say that was like fifty percent Honolulu blue. Okay. Um and then and then yeah, de- decent amount in the in the stands. And then yeah, if you if you like, you know, I'm sure you guys have rewatched these plays and all that and everything, but everybody erupts when we got that two point conversion. So it's like, you know, you could definitely hear the contingent. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty good showing. And uh, but overall, it was just uh, yeah the uh, just the, you know the comments from the fans made no sense. Uh, got, a couple of my you. buddies like were really enthusiastic, painted their face, and someone was like, "Hope that face paint washes off." It's like, whatever. But and then of course I only packed Lions gear, so flying home, I just got this whole pity party the whole way back. Yeah, well, hopefully somebody was, bought uh, you drinks and made it made it easier on you there, Alex. That's the only way to deal with that, I guess. Uh, brutal. I mean, it's brutal. It, going to somebody else's place and you lose like that. That's no fun. That's, that's a chance you take, though, when you make these yeah. road trips. You know, you're dealing with the other fan base. Do you think this is a bigger deal nationally because of the missed call or if if they had actually converted it and, and beaten Dallas at home, oh, knocked a, down that narrative of Dallas being impenetrable at home, they do a, a, a trick play to an offensive lineman to win it, Campbell's gambles payoff, which is the bigger story? Bigger story is the blown call, but yeah. it still would have been a big story because the Cowboys are the Cowboys as much as we hate them and how nauseating they are. They're a big story. People watch, people click, people listen. But the bigger story is the blown call. It makes it actually kind of it made me a little. It took the sting out of it a little bit, slightly. That everyone kind of was like, "Yeah, the Lions got screwed with yeah. this," you know. Patrick's next up here, ninety-seven on the ticket. Hey, Patrick. Hi guys, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, good. So, you know, I don't know if this ref is dirty or not, but I was thinking along the ways of if he is, this is a perfect scenario for him to change the game. And you know what? It's his word against the other's words. There's nothing they can do to corroborate that. He's complete carte blanche on whatever he wants to do. And he might have even realized, well, they called the wrong number, even though the other guy reported they ran the play, and he, he, he's got Jimmy's back completely. He's got, he's got Jones's back all the way. He, and, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. He might have even realized everybody thinks he's an idiot. He's, these guys are pretty smart. And you think about that. This is a perfect opportunity for a dirty ref to do something. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Oh, I, I don't know. I, if you're, I mean, I'm not buying it. I think the ref made a mistake. And I think it's BS that the ref isn't owning up to the mistake. I'm not going to think that the ref was paid off by Jerry Jones on Jimmy Johnson night. I don't think that's the case. I think he made up his mind when he saw Dan Skipper running from the sideline. I think he made up his mind that this is the guy who's going to report eligible because it had happened throughout the game because that's what Skipper does. He comes in as an extra lineman. He has to report eligible at the end of the line of scrimmage. And I think he just misheard it. He expected him to say 70, and instead it was Taylor Decker right in front of him saying, I'm reporting eligible. And then he gets it, okay, got it, and then moves over to the defense before Skipper even comes into that huddle discussion makes the announcement to the whole world the world here's 70 that's in that stadium anyway and um you know it is what it is no i, I agree with you 100 how that went down i think that's exactly how it went down um the only thing is when he announced it over the pa even tj lang said i guess it was so loud in there because yeah. you know the cowboy jerry jerry world well, particularly is on, particularly on the floor yeah on, on the uh, yeah the, you, the ground level so it's, there's we're not even sure the lions staff heard it's him called announce. the field <laughs> heard him announce that 70 Lord. was eligible. So my question is, 
Will there be some kind of slight rule change about this? I'm not sure if there is going to be because the Lions had no timeouts. They couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't stop and say, hey, by the way, it was 68 that we said was eligible. I mean, would that you know have been what? obvious? There will be point? a rule change about this, but it's going, to, it's going to also protect the referees, and it's going to show that that offensive player is declaring himself eligible. He's the only one that can come up to the referee and say it. It can't be the quarterback. It can't be somebody else. But no one else said it. I know, but I'm just saying that they had the two other guys where they're talking to the referee. Yeah, I know. Okay, and then Skipper's running up. And, and I think the rule actually allows for the quarterback or the offensive captain to announce who's going to be eligible. Um, but it's going to be something where you have to be so blatantly obvious about, you know, hey, I'm the one. I mean, without even but, without like putting some sort of Gator. red flag on your helmet that shows I'm the eligible receiver. But I think there is going to be something like that. There may be, but I don't know because you couldn't the the coin toss with the Steelers that was on national television. Everyone <laughs> heard it was microphoned. I know he said tails or I had said tail, you know, whatever it was, and then the referee announces the opposite. Like. They didn't even review that. You can't review that then. I don't even know if you can now. They didn't change anything then. Oh, yeah, I guess they did because you have to call it before, right? And I think the ref announces it before he flips yeah. it now. Yeah. But that's basically what happened. He just misheard yeah. or he thought. Oh, and, and Or you get a game like the, the college games where it just has the team logo. That's what they should side, be. Which is what it should be. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, 248-539-9797 is a telephone number. Same number to Texas if you want to get it through that way. Uh, letting people vent today all day about what happened with the Lions on Saturday night. Interesting stuff from Dan Campbell. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on what, what's going to happen with the starters. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 